0: Welcome to our podcast. Get away. My name's Gabriel. I'm Brandon. All right. So, today we are back with a, another unsolved mystery episode. Woo. Calm down, dude. Woo. Woo, woo. Woo, woo. woo. All right. So, what's the story about, Brandon? This story is about the boy in the box. Huh. It's uh, not quite as mystical as it sounds. <laughs> Yeah, it's not a magical type of journey. It's a sad one. Very sad. Sad times. Sad boy hours. Sad boy hours. Initiate. <laughs> oh, the boy in the box was an unknown boy found on the side of the road in Pennsylvania on February 25th, 1957. The boy's identity is still unknown, but he was aged anywhere from three to seven years old. The body was both malnourished and bruised as well as cleaned and groomed. The fingernails appeared to be recently trimmed and the hair recently cut, with clumps of the cut hair found on the body, all more than likely done post-mortem. The body was also covered in what appeared to be surgical scars on his ankle, groin, and under the chin. The case still remains open, with no suspects identified and no one coming forward to claim him. He's known as America's Unknown Child. Oh, yeah. yeah. Get ready for that.
1: When the body was found unwrapped in a plain blanket inside a bassinet box sold from J.C. JCPenney's. Uh, JCPenney's.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it has been so long since I've heard that name. As we stated, the body was bruised and malnourished, as well as covered in scars. The boy had been discovered twice, the first time by a man checking his traps in a Road, ...in Fox Chase, Philadelphia. Though he was afraid the police would confiscate his traps if he called. So he went about his day as though he'd never seen the corpse of a boy in a soggy box out in the woods. What a piece of shit.
0: It's like, I could report this. But my traps, though. Just not... Don't tell him about your fucking traps. I'm like... I'm like 90% on, like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Why wouldn't you report this? But, like, the other 10% of me is like, yo... If I see a dead body in a box in the woods, am I going to report it or am I just going to keep walking? (laughs) Like, I, I didn't see shit. I'm not going to be suspect number one for finding the body. True. But, yeah. A few days later, a college student was driving through the area when he saw a rabbit running into the bush. He knew there were traps set up in the area, so he pulled over and ran after the rabbit. Upon chasing the rabbit, he too would stumble upon the boy that we claim to have thought it was just a doll and left only calling police about it the next day after seeing a report of a missing child in the jersey area and if that sounds like bullshit that's because it was the college student frederick benoinis benonis i don't fucking know how to say his name Who really cares what the fuck his last name is wasn't chasing rabbits away from possible traps he would admit that he was hesitant to call police because he was spying on girls at a school nearby upon discovery. Ah. So he wasn't just trying to be a good animal person, no. I mean, that's such a stupid, like, imagine you drive like, you're not gonna see a rabbit running on the side of the road while you're driving, and just like, to see it and be like, oh, I'm gonna go chase it, like, bruh. Yeah.
1: Unless Run. you're really into animals and know that there's traps.
0: Mm-hmm. My man was, uh, snarping 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 the fuck is that did you just make that word up I don't remember what episode it was it was an episode of the last podcast and left where they're like peeping sounds too cute we need to make up a different word for it and Henry's <laughs> like we're gonna call it snarping
1: <laughs> so you didn't use the made up word they made up a word that you Jews, you now yeah <laughs> okay sounds fun sounds good
0: I mean, peeping does sound kind of too cute, though. It sounds like just a bunch of like little ducks or some shit. Yeah, it I'm does. It's going out peeping. He's going to do some peeping.
1: The investigation began the next day on February 26th, beginning with the boy's fingerprints being taken, but went after over 4,000 flyers.
0: 400,000.
1: 400,000 flyers were sent all over the Philadelphia and Delaware area, and no one came forward to claim him police began to feel they were hitting a dead end. The scene was looked over multiple times by a group of 270 police academy recruits. Uh, there's your problem. You got green recruits. They don't know what the fuck they're looking for.
0: I know. When I saw that, I'm like, I mean, like, that's a big number. Why is it all recruits? I know, right? Sarge, um, what do we do? do, Where do we throw the evidence? Uh, you should just stick with people.
1: That knew it because maybe maybe if people were more experienced, were looking around, maybe they would have been able to spot something different. Well, I mean, maybe. Or maybe there wasn't there anything after the boy had been there for who knows how long. Exactly. Yeah, the animals probably got to it too.
0: Surprised they didn't get to the body, but yeah, they couldn't determine how long he'd been dead.
1: Yeah. Damn. And though they found a blue man's corduroy hat. Yo, corduroy. <laughs> who the fuck was corduroy? It's 1957.
0: Ew. <laughs> that's the most disgusting you are. You ever ne- worn corduroy? No. It doesn't feel good. It's <laughs> not from my experience. I don't imagine it is. Just like, yo, never mind the dead body. Corduroy? Yeah.
1: A boy scarf and a white handkerchief with the letter G embroidered. All clues turned up nothing.
0: There were nothing! Nothing! That yep. that sucks. They even found shit and it didn't go anywhere. The latest update we have is in 2016, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children added the boy into their database as well as releasing a forensic facial reconstruction to the public. Though even with that, no leads have come in and the case remains open to this day. So as we do with these Unsolved episodes, we're going to take a look at the theories. While there are many theories that have been presented in this case, two in particular have been both taken seriously as possibilities and have been heavily investigated by authorities so those are the two we're gonna look at don't you point your fucking fingers at me boy I ask you for a pastrami on rye I expect a pastrami on rye now make it yourself the fuck am I I thought I was at Rubens No, you're Subway (laughs) yeah make it yourself dude I quit (laughs)
1: I like all those uh, videos of people just walking out of their jobs so the customers have to go back and make their own stuff.
0: Man, I might as well just stay at home. Maybe I'll fucking sandwich at this point. Yep. We'll probably taste better. Maybe. You never know.
1: Theory number one. Theory number one. This theory is often referred to simply as the fossil home theory. This involves a fossil home that was about 1.5 miles away from the discovery site of the boy. An employee of the medical examiner's office named Remington Bristow contacted a, phys- a psychic. Okay, now. Contacted a
0: psychic, because that's what we do in missing person investigations. Oh,
1: yeah. In New Jersey in 1960. Bistro brought the psychic to the discovery site, and she led him to this foster home. The home was having an estate sale, so Bistro let himself in and said to have seen both a bassinet similar to the one the boy the boy had been in, as well as a blanket similar to the one he had been wrapped up in.
0: So he was like, yo, there's the bassinet, there's the blankets, wrap this shit up. Yeah, look into mean- this. I can't remember the exact number, but it was like there was like at least 60 sold in the area. Yeah. So it's like obvious it's not like Richard Ramirez's shoes. And there's like I think like eight or so people contacted police immediately be like, "Yo, I bought that by snit I threw my box away. That's not that's not mine. Don't don't look into it." <laughs> like fishy, but okay. Smells like Ivor's. <laughs> you ever been to Ivers? I've been to the fancy one. Uh, which one is that? The one in Seattle.
1: Oh, okay. Hey, there's one in Everett, too.
0: Is it, is it a fancy one, or is it the regular one? Uh, regular. I don't know about that one. Hey, uh, people seem to like it. People seem to like a lot of things that are gross. You're not wrong. People bought Belle Delphine's bathwater. Yep. Don't
1: remind me. She made a killing <laughs> outfit.
0: Crystal's Theory. Was it the boy belonged to the stepdaughter of the man who'd ran the foster home, and the boy was disposed of to hide the fact that she was an unwed, illegitimate mother. Though even with the circumstantial evidence, police were not able to make a definitive connection with the foster home. And in nineteen ninety eight, Philadelphia police lieutenant Tom Augustine, as well as members of the vidoc Society, I think that's how you say that, which was a group made up of retired officers and profilers interviewed the father and the stepdaughter who were now married and officially Step closed
1: the- dad <laughs> please marry me i thought that was really fucking uh, i mean that's gotta be weird and there's gotta be some fishing is going on you it. can't
0: even say it's the times because this is 1998 yeah but yeah, they they closed that investigation. I don't know if it's because they didn't find anything or it's like, what you married your stepdaughter? It's like, I'm a piece. That,
1: um, apparently, married their daughter or some shit.
0: Was it a? Uh, oh, fuck, some I, famous person? No, I know exactly who you're talking about. Oh, okay. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Come on, come on. It's it's, Woody Allen. Yes, <laughs> it was his ass. Was it his actual daughter?
1: I, I think it was. Shit, I gotta figure that out. I think it was, but... I'm Who still-
0: does something like that? Oh, my God.
1: First question on Google about Woody Allen. Did he marry his daughter? Oh, his adopted daughter.
0: Oh, that makes it so much better. Uh, first question is, when did he adopt her? No, not he. He didn't adopt her.
1: Oh. Uh, the adopted daughter of actress Mia Farrow and, me- and musician Andrew... Andre Paven and the wife of filmmaker Woody Allen.
0: So four people adopted one girl. At what? Yeah.
1: According to this, uh, they adopted two children. The parents were listed as Andre Paven, father, and Mia Farrow, mother.
0: Wait. So was that the girl's birth mother, and then Woody Allen adopted her?
1: Maybe. Probably.
0: We're gonna have to do a whole episode on this.
1: Yeah, that's a uh, that's a whole. Um, that's uh, that's. Uh, what should we name that episode? It's kind of sus. He sus.
0: Um, people who fuck their daughters.
1: Guess how old is how old he was when he married their girl.
0: How old he was? Yeah, how old was he? Twenty 20- six. Sixty two. Sixty two. How old was she? Twenty seven. I mean, they're both. Uh, Adults, I guess, but that 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 leads wow. to the question: How long was this a thing? Because if she's twenty-seven, so apparently,
1: yeah, shit was
0: the man was doing some pedo shit, probably, dude. Fucking group. Okay, this is this is worse than the boy in the box. <laughs> yep. Never mind this dead kid. This man's been fucking grooming his adopted daughter since she's was probably like eight.
1: Ew, but yeah. Big
0: ew. Big ew! Lock him up, please. Uh, he's already dead, isn't he? I don't know. I kind of hope so at this point. <sighs> All right, well. <laughs> next theory, Brandon. <laughs> next theory. Theory number two. Theory two. The M
1: or... Martha Theory. Martha. Martha.
0: How do you know that name? How do you know that name? Oh, fuck. oh blockbuster of the year, my dude. Ew. <laughs> it involves
1: a testimony given by a woman who went by M. Omasa in 2009. M. claimed that her mother had purchased a boy from his parents in the summer of... What the fuck? Is this slavery...
0: I guess so, yeah. In 1954. Come by a boy. We don't want him. (laughs) Get your boy.
1: Jesus. Yeah. She claimed that her and the boy suffered physical and sexual abuse in her home. Two years passed on, and on this night of his death, he threw up his dinner, baked beans, and was beaten for it. His head thrown down into the ground until he was barely conscious. He had been given a bath where he died. M's mother cut his... Distinctively long hair and dispose of the body. Jesus.
0: That's great, isn't it? See, that that could
1: actually happen though. Yeah. That's fucked up part.
0: Mm hmm. M's testimony accounted for his jaggedy cut hair, water pruned fingers, contents found in his stomach, and the horrible state of his body. But upon looking further into the testimony, authorities ran into some issues. Police were unable to verify the story neighbors of M at the time this would have taken place claimed that there was no boy in their house and that her claim was quote ridiculous M also seemed to have a history of mental illness though i have like one problem with that last part is just i don't know when i when i think of like adults who or even like younger people who are alive in like the 50s yeah being questioned about like child abuse i feel like you can't trust them when they say something didn't happen like just just the thought that someone i don't know why just the word ridiculous when referring to that just makes me think of like it's being covered up Baldly, like oh no a child was sexually abused that's ridiculous that would never happen that just makes me think of like Like really really now this is the 50s we're talking about here like Like sweep everything on the fucking rug. Mm Mm-hmm. Like fucking molestation was like a thing that just happened to people back then. So uh I don't know. Just just that one word alone makes me go like, oh, I don't know. Yep. That's that's life, and it sucks. Yeah. At least we're not living in the Middle Evil times. Oh, yeah. That would suck too. That would suck even worse. Yeah, when your dick has, like, pimples on it 24-7. Ew. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone just had, like, half-diseased skin their entire life. Bobby, The boy is currently buried in Ivory Hill
1: Cemetery in Cedarbrook, Pennsylvania, who had um, donated the plot and the son of the man who'd first buried the boy before he was exhumed for DNA samples donated the coffin. Headstone and funeral service for his burial... The headstone reads "America's Unknown Child," and to this day, this case remains open and unsolved.
0: Dun dun, dun dun. can't even do that. But yeah, it's another short one. I apologize, but that I find that one kind of interesting. I yeah. guess it's really weird that literally no one claimed him, like anyone, like even the last. When we covered the room 1046, someone came out and was like, yo, that's my son. Yeah, true. But no one said, has claimed anything except for that one chick.
1: Which may or may not be possible. Yeah. There's always a truth. Every miss has some truth in it. And yeah. this one probably has some truth in it, too.
0: At the very least, she was sexually abused in her home. Yeah. is not a plus. Oof. No. No. Oh yeah, no, I just find that so weird. Like, no one, no one is like, yeah, I've seen him before, or he looks familiar, or that's my son, that's my <coughs> nephew.
1: See, it's not the first thing that would happen, though, is it? Well, there are plenty of uh, John Doe's and Mary Jane's out there that no one's able to identify, and no one has come by to claim them.
0: That's true. I, That is very true. I think I just find it a little more odd when it's a kid, because I feel like... There's a, a, I don't know at least in my mind There's a bit of a difference between an adult Unknown corpse and a child unknown corpse In that like When you're an adult you can lose connection With people yeah you can just Live your own life so it's a little more Easy to think about That no one would notice you When you're dead basically like If you just fuck off Yeah no one hears from you anyway When it's a child it's like Someone is supposed to be like having their eyes on this kid at all times yeah like this this is a kid this isn't someone who can just go fuck off for two years and then disappear like this is a fucking kid so it's just it's just a little more weird to me that when it's like kid because it's like who is not coming forward yeah like the only thing that would make sense to me is either that last theory is actually true and some piece of shit parents sold their kid to even worse parents that's why no one's coming forward except for the the woman. Yeah. Or that he was like in a foster home cuz his parents didn't want him or his parents are dead. And then some piece of shit picked him up. Cuz I couldn't find much on it, but there was like some talk about the surgical scars. Like Yeah, I found that interesting, but they didn't bring it up at all. No, cuz the, they don't really know. Like there's there's I don't think there's anything actually taken out of him. Oh, uh, okay. But it's just like interesting the way the scars were. i think they call them surgical scars because look like they were these older ones are so hard i can't find like distinctive shit but it's either because they're made with like a scalpel like blade or because they were sewn up yeah i think it's because they were made with like a little scapel blade and they're not like like jagged cuts or anything but i don't think they found anything missing in him so they didn't like take anything out they just cut him okay which is weird nice yeah.
1: Well, that's the boy in the box, that's yo. That's
0: the boy in the box. We'll be back with a, uh, maybe a more lighthearted one next time. Unless we get that interview.
1: <laughs> Stranger things have happened.
0: Stranger things have happened. Like all my right. dick going missing this morning. Don't Has anyone worry, seen it? it? Oh, you found it? Yeah. All right. That's enough before
1: we get kicked out.
0: All right. Thank you all for listening. Remember. Thank you. Our Twitter and our email are in our show notes. If you want to follow us, contact us, stay up to date. Yeah. All of that shit. If you'd like to donate to us on Patreon, we would absolutely appreciate that. It's only, cause it's only a dollar because it's only tier we got to play. Wait, here. that was
1: two dollars now.
0: I still have it at a dollar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, it's, on, it's,
1: only it's, only
0: it's, only it's only a dollar. Only a dollar. Only a dollar. Only a dollar. And you get your own personal tarot reading from this little boy over here. Yee. He definitely won't just send you an email that says go fuck yourself. <laughs> I don't know, I might still
1: do that as well. I just have it as a little encrypted coded message that you have to figure out only <laughs> for it <laughs> to say.
0: Fuck you. Just solve the puzzle. <laughs> hey, you're <a> bitch.
1: Fix <laughs> solve this puzzle to receive your mysterious fate. All you gotta do is send in a payment of twenty nine ninety nine. And then you get a puzzle and you can unravel your mysteries.
0: Sounds like a televangelist. Literally. The amount
1: of websites I've seen that have to do with that. That's way too many. There is way too many. I hope they're not in service still, but who knows. Oh,
0: you know they are. People still fall for that shit to this fucking day. True, true. That's bullshit. Uh, Make sure to rate us five stars wherever you're listening. We would greatly appreciate it. That's all you do. That would be dope. Whoop. 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 I don't say Thank that. I was going to get the juggalos.
1: No, no. Not this, this is
0: a juggalo free zone. <laughs> Sorry, if All you're right. a juggalo, you have to leave. I don't
1: think they're going to listen
0: to you. <laughs> get on. Get on. Get, get out of here. Oh, Let me get the spray bottle. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I saw some fuego over there. You want to go get it? <laughs> All right. Y'all have a good day. <laughs> yep. Bless it be. Hail Satan. Bye